0: So, yeah not, nothing like learning live in the day in the, in the day and age so
1: i know so uh our first live is going to be uh starting at eleven thirty. Mm-hmm. so before then we can chat about the current affairs okay what do
0: you what do you want to talk about
1: <laughs> ukraine Okay. Oh, okay. I, I think everybody is in shock and uh, kind of mm-hmm. saddened. And how can Putin in broad daylight just push the envelope this far? Mm-hmm. I think I think just like Hitler, the appeasement. Okay. He tried with Georgia. He tried with uh, the annexation of uh, a Crimea, and the West didn't do anything. And it just keep pushing. And now it's like. Going this far. Okay. And I, th- I think this is the end of his uh, regime. Mm. I'm optimistic. Um, I, I really admire the courage of President Zelensky staying in Kyiv, not yielding to his demand, mm. even though he's doing it all alone, as he said. Okay. But the truth is, I think Biden made a good choice not to involve US military in this, in, this, in this aggression, in this war, because only the Russian people can do the work of mm. either continuing Putin's authoritarian regime mm. or change it. Mm. I mean, just look at Afghanistan. You, you, mm. you, you give them hundreds of millions every day. You, mm. you, you lead the horse to the water. You train it how to drink it.
0: Hmm. So you feel like the change really has to come from the inside out. Right. Hmm.
1: We cannot change regimes. We cannot do that. They have to do it themselves. We can support
0: Hmm.
1: whatever way we can, you know, legitimize. Because the last thing that will destroy any regime change in Russia is have U.S. military involved. Hmm. Then they feel like I'm fighting against U.S. invasion, mm. you know. So anyway, uh, it's 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 hard for me not to follow the news, and yeah, like watching a car wreck, you know. It's like, yeah. But at the same time, I do think there is there is um, hope,
0: mm.
1: and we as a democracy really need to focus on improving our broken system.
0: Yeah. We, yeah. need
1: to, we, need, we cannot continue this two-party bickering and self-sabotaging and imploding. We, you
0: know, cannot, we, have, yeah,
1: we cannot keep doing this and nobody can look up to democracy. You, if you want to, people to believe in democracy, we need to work on ourselves.
0: I think that's actually even core to what we're talking about today. Uh, it can be really easy to look outside um, of, a, you know, of a country or an organization or even a human being and be able to see how other people need to change. And one of the biggest challenges can be about asking ourselves, either as an individual or as a, le- like as a leader, as, an or- as a team, as an organization, what do we need to do? Mm-hmm. What can we do to improve mm-hmm. what's happening here?
1: Right, yeah. we, we, it's actually just leading to the subject matter that we discussed today. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, just do for yourself empower yourself. And then you can empower the company, you can empower others, you can make a a better world. You know, every nation has to do that. Every individual has to do that. Every company has to do that. Yes. Uh, So uh, shall we start? No.
0: (laughs) Got about six minutes left. You're getting itchy, aren't you? (laughs) Let's start to talk. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to introduce you, you know. Uh, uh, so this Ukraine thing. Uh,
0: well, it feels like when you and I've talked to you, you, have concerns that this may set a precedent Brother, Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: how the West is re- reacting, with what kind of sanction, superficial or truly devastating sanction, OK, is being watched and followed by China. Mm. They're thinking, huh, if we allow this to pass without mm-hmm. doing much, next is Taiwan. Mm. And, and, and they both have the same autocratic authoritarian regimes. Mm. So so when does it end? Mm. I mean, this is very much like the repeat of Hitler. You know, how much can I push? Mm. How, uh, we we, we got to learn make sure the history doesn't repeat itself. It's uh, it's it's truly important. We have to be united as a country and the NATO have to be united and to come mm. up with some really substantive measures mm. to make sure this cannot stand, this mm-hmm. cannot go too far. What do you think?
0: I think what I'm hearing you say is that, because going back to earlier, how do you support people to fight the battle without necessarily jumping in and fighting for them like meaning in place of them like how do we support what is it to you know kind of to guide but to not necessarily be the ones you know people use the expression being the police force for the world and it gets bantered around and it's like it's it's how do you, what 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 does support look like and i think that it's a very difficult it's a very difficult concept to grapple with and people have different ideas. You know, are we actively involved? Do we, are we, are the sanctions, how, how severe, you know, how do we make the sanctions severe enough? It will that have an impact, Um, you know, how do we promote the idea of democracy and, and at the same time support the people to have it created organically? in mm-hmm. the system. Because a lot of times what happens, you look at businesses when people try to take a best practice and they superimpose it on say a different culture or a different whatever. And it's more about what do, what do those same kind of ideals or values look like say in a different organization or in a different country? Um, and how do you grow it organically for the people that are there?
1: Right. And uh, it's not going to be a straight path. It's going to be lots of back and forth. Oh yeah. Zigzag and in this case, bloodshed. Yeah. Uh, but it's in human nature Yeah, that they, people want freedom. They want to choose for themselves. And that's why all the neighboring countries are becoming NATO countries around Russia. And, and Russia feels like you, you're cornering me, which, mm. which may be true. Maybe we should change the rule a little bit. To, to engage them, uh, but of course, again, you cannot eng- engage authoritarian uh, teller. Uh, we cannot appease them either, but without cornering, making them feel cornered,
0: mm. surrounded,
1: but at the same time, uh, giving them the chance, the Russian people, the chance to be, um, to be more democratic.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah none of none of us respond well under threat no matter what it is there's a human factor at play in how we how we respond to threat and it kind of goes back it, it it ends up circumventing our cognitive function our higher cognitive function and it goes back to that more animalistic kind of fear triggers and it does not tend to bring out the best in us
1: yeah fight or flight mm-hmm. or freeze
0: Freeze. So yeah. he's
1: yeah the Russians uh, Putin definitely is not fighting he's not freezing he's aggressively <laughs> yeah this is this is aggression mm. uh, but it actually is bringing the demise of his regime this is the beginning of the end
0: so we are about a minute out from one minute one less minute. than one minute
1: right so uh, <laughs> exactly at eleven thirty I will start okay. <laughs> I think if they join early, uh, I wish this could be more kind of a particip- participatory, more audience question answer oriented rather than just two of us talking.
0: I agree. I love like, you know, let's like guild questions, respond in the moment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have to uh, think on our feet. I like that. Yeah, maybe- We'll we- figure it out for next time. <laughs>
1: yeah, right, we'll have like a, at least a panel
0: discussion yeah we'll learn we'll learn from this process yeah, yeah. that's what we're that's what we're doing here we're learning today for right. everybody who's on the call we're learning today right. <laughs> how to do okay. a LinkedIn live okay now
1: thank you so much for joining us this is my first time going live it's pretty nerve-wracking by <laughs> <day>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like to first introduce Rachel Burr our leadership coach and CEO of Catamintum Leadership Coaching as my honored guest today so, Rachel, uh, would you like to introduce yourself first?
0: Sure, Joanne. Thank you so, so much, first of all, for having me today. Uh, it is an, always an honor to interact with you. So I am Rachel Burr, um, CEO and executive coach for Catamentum Leadership Coaching. So I'm an executive coach, and there that means a lot of different things to different people. So my specialty area is really I'm a people expert. So I work with leaders who may be extremely good at what they do. They may be brilliant at business, but they struggle with the people aspect of leadership. And a lot of times that happens, you've got high high potential leaders coming into a role. They have been promoted because functionally they're very good at what they do. And people leadership is just a very different skill. And so helping bring up the people leadership to match the functional skill makes an extremely strong leader. And then the last piece that I really work with leaders on is as a strategic thought partner, helping them think through their people strategy and really their overall organization development to make their teams and the organization that much stronger.
1: Okay, thank you so much. So I need to, well, here's the uh, occupational hazard <laughs> as a branding expert brand builder <laughs> marketer i have to toot my own horn
0: <laughs> absolutely which i don't Get away
1: <laughs> i never enjoy it but i have to okay <laughs> so i'm a brand expert brand strategist brand builder uh for companies and individuals decode create amplify three words summarizes what we do decode mm-hmm. brand dna create brand structure, strategy and stories, amplify brand messaging mm-hmm. using technology. So we, we help business brands, personal brands, professional brands for leaders, seasoned professionals, aspiring board members, uh, small business owners, coaches, B2B service providers, such as accounting firms, uh, fractional CFOs, realtors, commercial insurance brokers, etc. So my company that I established is called 10 Plus Brand. It's an award-winning digital marketing agency in San Francisco Bay Area. I also host a podcast series called Interviews of Notables and Influencers. We have almost 50 episodes now on various subject matters. And the last one is third year in a row, our top three picks as best Super Bowl commercials. Yes, generating a lot of uh, interest. Nice.
0: Uh,
1: so yeah, they are, uh, uh, you can see them and read them or hear them uh, on my website, 10plusbrand.com. Um, I have a law degree. I was trained in business and liberal arts. Uh, I, have a, a, I, I was a professional journalist, editor and designer, and I'm a, also an award-winning photographer. So Rachel and I, although we have different focuses, she focuses on working with the company's leadership. Uh, today, uh, I'm gonna explain later, it's going to be about how to keep your talents, prevent the exodus. And I focus on helping the individuals and companies to establish their brands. So we, we have different focuses, but we share a lot in common, particularly this one belief that everyone has internal power. And mm. when everyone's power is unleashed and in alignment with his or her purpose. The world and ourselves are better off. Absolutely. Yes. So according to BBC News, the number of people who have decided to work for themselves in the US has been rising by 500,000 since the pandemic and still growing. Mm. So today's topic is going to focus on what is after the Great Resignation. If you have already quit your job or are thinking about career changes. And if you want to seek more fulfilling work or career, we're not here addressing retirees. Mm-hmm. What mindset, skill set, disciplines, and lifestyle you need to prepare yourself for the new changes? So uh before I will let Rachel explain about her perspective and how she, uh, her expertise can help with companies uh, keeping talent. I, I, If you are listening as someone who's who's resigning or thinking about it or making career changes, now, are you thinking about striking out on your own, be your own boss? Are you seeking more fulfilling work within another organization? Uh, but if you are like seeking better, Work-life balance need more family time. Uh, We're not addressing it here because we're not uh, life coaches. But I can introduce you to some good ones. Okay, (laughs) yeah. So Rachel, as a people expert, uh, has fifteen plus years of corporate experience, developing both leaders and their teams. Mm -hmm. And she has dual master's degrees in organizational development and psychology, which is a very powerful combination. Uh, So, Rachel, what are you going to focus today?
0: Well, since our topic is this whole idea of the great resignation and what comes after, you know, I want to talk, first of all, about, well, people are leaving. What are they leaving for? they're searching for something. I mean, we're all searching for something, but people are searching for something. There's a reason that this has been a catalyst for movement. So how, as a leader, do you help better understand what it is that people are looking for? And how do you, how do you help provide that in a way that people will want to stay? You'll be able to retain and keep your top talent or your, your key players as you develop your talent. And then second of all, kind of a, same size two sides of the same coin how as a leader do you think about your development how are you strategically developing your leadership what are you searching for because it's not just maybe the people on your team or the people around you but my guess is you're searching for something too and how do you invest in that so how about you joanne what are you going to focus on in this piece
1: okay so i'm focusing on helping those individuals who have already quit or are seriously considering doing that, uh, whether on your own or joining another organization. So there are two categories. One are those who are um, striking out on their own, be your own boss, Ooh. or seriously thinking about establishing running your own companies. What do you need? What do you need to know before you make that decision? It's a very tremendous change, okay? and Number two is addressing uh, those who are switching companies, those individuals, okay, seeking a better career in a different environment or a better fitting organization uh, who will need help with LinkedIn and resume. Mm. Okay, so uh, Rachel, you want to uh, start with your insights? Sure,
0: yeah. So people are leaving. Why are they leaving and what are they looking for? You know, it's really interesting when you ask folks a lot of times, their first response is well, you know, better money, um, better title, better culture, better whatever. Um, The title and money in all of those pieces can be true, absolutely. Um, But those are really kind of foundation or the ticket to play. And they're the easy answers. When you're doing an exit interview, for example, at an organization, what are people gonna say? You know, money, title, et cetera. Um, The challenge with that is that while, again, important, sometimes it can be like, you know, a coat of paint on a house that is desperately in need of repair. And it's really about the house that we're talking about today, your house as a leader and how you're building it. Mm -hmm.
1: So what can a leader do about this house Uh, more than just a superficial coat of paint?
0: Right. So I think there's a couple of things leaders want to keep highly, you know, kind of value people are highly valuable in an organization, but it's also a two-way street. We talk a lot of times about, oh, you know, getting the best out of our people or the most out of our teams. And it's like, yes, and how are you investing in that relationship? Because it is a relationship. You know, just like it's a relationship when you're, say, in a love relationship. It's one of those things where, you know, you're investing along the way. It's not when all of a sudden that someone says, oh, I'm leaving you. And you're like, no, 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 I promise I'll change. <laughs> and then it, it's kind of that knee-jerk reaction. It's like, no, this is a relationship. Humans were relationship-oriented. And it's not a relationship with, say, an org, like when you think a company, company. It's the people in the company. There's, there's no separating that. So I think it's really important for a leader to understand how, like, what are the fundamentals in kind of investing in this relationship and the long-term investment, not the knee-jerk reaction, last-ditch kind of piece.
1: Okay, relationship. Okay,
0: so uh, you want me to talk a little bit more about that? Right. Yeah.
1: How do you build relationship?
0: Yeah. So. I'm going to talk about a few factors. Obviously there's a huge laundry list, but you know, with any kind of brief piece, let's just focus on a few key pieces that people can take away. I think one is this idea of relationship. It's about getting to know each other as people. A lot of times as leaders or even as, you know, kind of like leadership or organizations, we think about kind of leaving Uh, the personal life or leaving the other pieces of our life at the door. And that's not the way this works. We show up at work as a whole person. We want people to show up at work as a whole person. Uh, Otherwise, it's kind of like saying, well, we'd like you to cut off your right arm in order to fit through the door. (laughs) Um, So really getting to know people as individuals first, not just as an employee, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's first and foremost. Second is around that connection we fundamentally are social creatures. We want to belong to something. We wanna feel connected to each other. We wanna feel connected to the higher purpose of the organization. We want to feel that that organization or that work community we belong to is also aligned with our values and that we're actually participating in that success. So that connection piece, that belonging, that's also very important. Mm -hmm. And then really as a leader, how do you understand the core of who your people are. What are their values, their strengths, their interests, their talents? Because if you're gonna bring out the best in them or help support bringing out the best in them so they can bring their best, you have to know what that is first. And sometimes the challenge is, your people may not even know some of this themselves. So it's a collaboration together to be able to, to figure this out. How do you help them bring that best to work?
1: You know, you remind me about what I call the company's brand in alignment Mm. with the individual's brand Mm -hmm. the company's aspiration in alignment vice versa okay Mm -hmm. with the individuals uh the employees the staff the management um and it's that's the intrinsic motivation that's the aspiration that's the inspiration Uh, rather than just a job list describing what functionalities I'm looking for and you're filling this hole as a pack fitting the hole okay and do you have this skill that skill checklist that's (laughs) old-fashioned not working anymore yeah Yeah. we need to come up with some more heart and soul approach I agree yes on both end the two Mm -hmm. ways yes
0: yeah People want to feel excited. You know, I've, I've read through laundry lists of, say, values or uh, and, it's, and especially really long value lists that companies will come up with. Their, their intention is good. They're trying to really describe the culture or describe their brand, you know, describe those things in this very specific way. Mm-hmm. The problem is that if people can't carry that information with them, it can't impact them. So it's like, if I don't know what those are, there's a huge laundry list. It's not impacting my behavior. And how do I know if I'm really connected to that? Right. right.
1: It has to be internalized. Yes. They have to live that value. Yes. And and improve that. Okay. It's a process. Okay. So what if uh, it's not a right fit? I mean...
0: so i would say kind of just as kind of summarizing this yes and i think that um and the the last piece too i just want to make sure i point out is there's also this recognition of the value that people bring so and a lot of times leaders we struggle with providing what they call adjusting or negative feedback but we're also really having affirming feedback and valuing what people are bringing and developing that i think um it's interesting sometimes leaders will say in terms of positive feedback well that's just not who i am and it's like okay But here's the deal, when I actually, when I hear leaders say that, what I'm really hearing them say is, I don't know how to do that, or I'm not comfortable with that. And the reality is, I can say, alternatively, as a metaphor, well, I'm, you know, I don't want to change the oil in my car. That's not who I am. it's like, okay, that's the choice. Uh, But, you know, just know that I still have a gas car, not an electric, that eventually what's going to happen is that the engine's going to seize, and it's going to leave you stranded on the side of the road. So again, as you're making these investments in your team, it's like changing the oil, right? It's a choice. And it's about really having that kind of well-oiled relationship, well-oiled dynamic in order to make sure everything continues to move you forward. So Mm -hmm. these are really simple things. I mean, it's on the surface, they're very simple. People are like, yeah, 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 we know this. Yes. And we don't do it. It's difficult sometimes. There's a lot going on, very complex you know, environments, busy, lots of things on our plate. And a lot of times, some of these things take a backseat. And the problem is by the time they actually come to fruition or something happens and someone says, I'm leaving, it's too late.
1: Too little, too late.
0: Too little, too late. Now, to your point about sometimes it actually is right to leave, whether it's the individual or it's the, you know, something in the business has shifted, there's just not a connection there. Or maybe the person has actually outgrown the business now, so there, there are good reasons to leave too, and and I think what's important is that you have a couple of choices as a leader on how to handle this. You can either handle it poorly, like if you have a key person that's leaving, like let's say someone you really value that they're leaving. What does poorly look like? Well, you can try to put up barriers, or you can kind of cut them off, or all of these things in terms of relationship. Mm-hmm. Or you can see yourself as essentially the farm, the farm that's growing great leaders. And I have this great example for me that I use a lot of times when I'm talking to groups of leaders, et cetera. I've been very fortunate to have some great managers in my life. And this one particular manager, his name is Wilkins. I hope he's watching this at some point. I talk about the the moment that he and I were working together. He was my leader for strategic marketing at the time. And we were doing a performance review. And he sat me down. I was a senior manager. And he said, okay, So do you want to be a director of strategic marketing? And I said, not really. (laughs) And he was kind of taken aback. He said, okay, well, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to do organization development. And he's like, great. What is that? (laughs) And it was this brilliant moment because what he did after that was He put my name in a hat for another job that he felt like that would get me aligned with where I wanted to go. And it tells you that leaders don't necessarily have to have the same interests, or even sometimes completely understand what it is you want. They just have to be there to support you to get you where you want to go. And people a lot of times are afraid to lose that good talent. But the problem is, is if you have talent that you can't actually grow any further, or they don't have a place to grow. It, it, there's, there's gonna be kind of this chafing and it's, it's a short-term solution. That person is not going to stay. If, however, you help them because you know their core, you know what their interests are, you're talking to them about this. If you help them maybe get a different position in the organization or even help you know, outside of the organization as that farm, what you do is think of it less as losing a person and instead of like creating alumni, So the idea of like, you know, when you graduate from high school, graduate from college, the idea isn't necessarily that you're maybe going to stay forever. But now you have this amazing network of, of, of people that you've helped grow and who you trust as this great, like maybe potentially referral network. So when you need talent, when you need people coming in, you have these people out there that can actually refer and help you move forward.
1: Very good. That's a mindset. Evolution, if not yes. evolution, and servant leaders, servant, you are serving the individuals, helping them grow. Yes. And at the same time, you have to grow yourself, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, so tell us about that.
0: Well, I think, you know, as leaders, a lot of times we're very focused on the development of the company and the development of our people. And the reality is, is our development is no different. As leaders, it's about who are we at our core? What do we want to do? Where do we want to grow? We're very good at setting a vision and a strategy for an organization. But how often do we really take that moment to step back and say, okay, who do I want to be as a leader? Like, what does that look like? What is my path? Because far too often, I've watched leaders, you know, there's a ladder that shows up. We talk about ladders in corporate America, right? Um, And there's a ladder, so we climb it. And there's another ladder, so we climb it. But the reality is, is, like, how do we take a step back and really understand, you know, who do I wanna be? What is my career? What is the kind of leadership I wanna develop? And that does two things, right? When our leaders develop, not only do they, you know, increase their potential and their capacity for leadership for the, themselves and their organization, their teams, but they are modeling growth. They are modeling the expectation that we continue to improve, we continue to develop. And that is just so powerful for a team. That,
1: that is a perfect segue to what I'm going to talk about. Excellent. Yes. So whether you want to climb the ladder or want to seek a better fitting opportunity in a different organization or striking out on your own, the first and foremost is do a self-assessment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, especially for those who are thinking about striking out on their own, okay, you need to do a thorough research about Mm. the best options for you to align your passion, your talent to the best fitting opportunities, be it Mm -hmm. working in another company or starting out on your own, okay? So you need to check, are you truly the be my own boss type? I mean, do you, no, it's not for everybody, Okay, and you got to know all the hurdles, all the requirements, all the things you need to handle as as your own boss. Okay, Uh, do you. Can I ask you something, Joanne? Yes.
0: What told you that when you started out on your own, what told you you wanted to be an entrepreneur?
1: Oh, gosh, mostly. I see for me, uh, I'm very analytical, thanks to my torture in law school. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, it trained me i'm very grateful for that analytical training it, it trained me to be extremely uh, focused on distilling outlining vast amount of information and coming to the gist of it and coming with vision and the strategy okay mm-hmm. uh, and uh business how to run a business is just a tool but mm-hmm. analytical skill but at, on the other hand i'm also very creative i'm an artist mm-hmm. so, Uh, for me to combine the both Mm -hmm. both the analytical strategic and business and to creativity truly creating art okay Mm -hmm. Uh, I have to create my own I Mm -hmm. there is nowhere I can fit as a peg in the hole yeah so I am just so
0: glad I made
1: that choice Uh, and I will you know share more about the details okay
0: can i can Uh, i paraphrase really quick what i hear you say because i think it's so important for people to take away is that what i'm hearing you say is you took and i always you know i use the metaphor for building blocks but you really understood these key pieces these key building blocks that maybe seem to somebody outside very disparate or very very different and what you did was you took all the pieces you knew were important to you and core to you and then building the path brick by brick not waiting for the path to show up for you but really you building and tailoring that path forward yes that was so important
1: yes you do this self-assessment and do a thorough thorough research about the best options that will align your passion your talent your skill sets to the best fitting opportunities okay and Mm -hmm. if that, that opportunity does not exist to the extent to the fullest extent that that will make me satisfied yeah. field, then I create my own, but it's not for everyone. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you need to know, do you really desire this to do this on your own? Extremely desiring this. Okay. not You're making this move, not because of the the corporate culture, or not getting along with my boss, and job frustration, and want uh, to run my own life. Those are not enough reasons, even though they are good Mm -hmm. enough reasons, but they're not supposed to be the deciding factors. Okay, you have to figure out how well do I know myself? What do I really want from my work? Okay, Mm -hmm. what are my true strengths and weaknesses? Mm-hmm. okay and th- those true strengths are not really like oh I am using the adjective I am uh, friendly I am uh, um, uh, extrovert or whatever I'm talented no this is from the point of view of your target audience their yeah. needs who you're going to serve what are their pain points and what are my solutions to the pain points and do I qualify to give them the solutions do i have a passion for doing this day in and day out okay so and then of course do you have your own brand what does your brand stand for okay we all are in our own so-called forest and we need each other to see our blind spots when you do that a self-assessment
0: absolutely can i can i make an observation for you yes for those of you who don't know joanne actually helped me do my brand and so what you're seeing behind is this lovely piece but one of the things joanne does so well is to help you really kind of deconstruct down to like the Nat's eyelash of like who am i what's important to me and it, 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 it is it feels like this like getting down to your dna about And and the process, it's kind of it's a little grueling in a very good way, but it makes you really stop to think about what's important to me. What am I bringing forward? Because there's a huge mind shift coming. If you've never been on your own outside and as a starting place, knowing who you are and even what you want, who you want to serve. Oh, my gosh. Fundamental.
1: Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, So it was my privilege and honor working with uh, Rachel Branding. (laughs) From DNA, truly mm. just from DNA, and then creating the identity, creating the verbal and visual, the website, and then do the uh, digital so, uh, content marketing. So it's brick by brick, floor by floor, you build mm-hmm. your own skyscraper. Yep. And the most important thing is the foundation. Okay. Yeah. And that's the yes. That's that's you understanding you and who are your target audience and who what's the uh, service market fit product market fit okay so uh uh and of course from both the point of view of who you are what you talents are what Mm -hmm. what are your value propositions as well as the thorough understanding of those you serve okay
0: can i can Uh, i make one other observation Yes, So, because I think it would be helpful for everybody to for you to connect that because like it kind of started off. You don't want to make sure that this isn't a knee jerk reaction for that. Like when people leave an organization that they really know if they want to go out on their own, what they're getting into. Although none of us completely know what we're getting into. How so how do you connect? How are you connecting this back with this idea of the great resignation and everybody kind of leaving to work on their own? Yes,
1: yes. So everybody leaving and. we're addressing the target audience that are for better opportunities, for more mm-hmm. uh, job fulfillment. OK, mm-hmm. so uh, if you think you can start your own and you enjoy calling your own shots, being your own boss. Great. But you need more. You need far more than that desire. You need a mindset, skill set, lifestyle. OK, so so what do you need here? are Some laundry list, you know, not exhaustive, but you know, important factors for you to, to consider how good are you at leveraging other talents to fill up your weakness gaps? Mm -hmm. Because you may be an accountant or tax expert, but you're not talented in networking or marketing or um, whatever other required skills. Okay, Mm -hmm. so you may be an executive coach, you're great with numbers, building team dynamics, but you need help with personal connecting to individuals and if that's not your forte then what do you do Mm -hmm. you you on the one hand you truly realize your strength Mm -hmm. but how are you going to fill up your weakness okay Mm -hmm. you you have to learn who am i going to be partner with and Mm -hmm. how do you build your own team but you cannot build your own team if you don't know
0: yeah
1: yeah uh and also you 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 cannot build your own circle of support if you don't know about yourself. Uh, When you are on your own, you need every day Mm -hmm. to bounce off ideas with somebody. You you, as a human, you need to vent your frustration with someone, okay? You need to share your goals and feelings and frustrations, good and bad. Mm -hmm. So, So you need to have your circle of support
0: okay can can i make an observation about that i think that's so important because i think when you were pointing you know like this great resignation and people wanting to go out on their own are on my own people make the mistake of thinking i'm really doing this by myself and it's like we don't do anything by ourselves completely it's right to your point it's about you have to build a village around you it's like it takes a village yeah well it takes it takes a village to raise a child it takes a village to raise a business Yes, And, you know, having a partner, for example, like you and, and some other key people that I've had, you know, a lawyer, a bookkeeper, other consultants, knowing and trusting those people to be able to augment where you are not strong and not trying to turn yourself into something you're not, because I'm not going to turn myself into a bookkeeper, a marketer, or a lawyer. Um, it takes that village and you have to be willing to build that village around you.
1: Right. Right. Absolutely. Uh, when you choose to say yes, that's on the foundation of saying no to things you
0: Oh, absolutely
1: yeah you have to say no to things and to say yes to things okay mm-hmm. and networking when you are on your own you have to network in person virtually mm-hmm. on social media and joining uh networking professional groups mm-hmm. and that is um going to take time to practice mm-hmm. just to practice your elevator speech I remember when I first started on my own, oh my gosh, I write different versions before the networking meeting. It was uh, challenging,
0: mm-hmm. and, but the oh, more yeah. you,
1: do, you do it, the more you practice, the better you get. It's yeah. just practice, okay? There's no such thing, oh, I'm not good at this, so I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're on your own, you have to do that, okay? And also you need to be self-motivated. You need to have social skills and keep regular hours for exercise for yourself for recharging yourself so my lesson is that it's far more likely to overwork when you mm. own your business oh yeah because it's your baby i mean it's, yeah you're passionate about it and you love your work and well for me to book my vacation was like procrastinating for, me, for <laughs> half a year <laughs> uh, and so you 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 have your assistant or someone who will be your boss, quote unquote. Is like, can you please uh, make sure you force me to take a vacation? <laughs> yeah, and, and and also be disciplined. If you you set goals, you have you know annual goals and the quarterly goals, and don't feel bad you don't reach all of them. And have a coach, you know, um, have someone who will hold you accountable.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, who check up on you. And uh, and even though you cannot be your own bookkeeper, you need to be on top of your finance. You oh, absolutely. To, yeah, you need to learn about accounting. You need to know all these fundamentals. Okay.
0: Can I make an observation on that? Yes. Because I think what's really important here is we're talking about if people are going out on their own and really, uh, you know, kind of building this community around them, there is a difference between partnering with someone and abdicating. And the idea is you cannot abdicate any of your business to somebody else. You can partner very closely and get their expertise, but you still have to be very mindful and and you're owning and driving the whole thing. Like you said, this is your baby and there's nothing more connected than you and your business than compared to when you work for someone else. There's like, you are just, it is integral to you. So you cannot abdicate that responsibility. You have to be, you have to be a part of it while still partnering with other people.
1: Right, you are the captain of the ship and mm-hmm. you have to go in the direction and make sure the whole ship and the crew, everybody go mm-hmm. in that same direction. Mm-hmm. And you have to be on top of your finance, okay? Mm-hmm. And brand building, okay? Because when you do, when you create a corporate job, it's a complete reboot of your operating system, like a computer, okay? And you need to do an inventory recounting of your why's, your what and how, mm-hmm. okay? and It's an investment. When you build your brand in the very beginning, it's an investment in your business, initial down payment. It's an investment in yourself. It's an investment in your company. Mm So, uh, uh, so I I want I need to thank you, Rachel, for inv- making that investment in your own brand, well, and it, it's the whole nine yards, ten yards of branding. Yeah, ten.
0: Remember, ten. <laughs>
1: plus, yes, ten plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, so at minimum, you need to have a LinkedIn profile update, and you you need to have a website. Okay, mm-hmm. that's at minimum. That will show off your unique value proposition. And make sure you are talking to your target audience in those two areas on LinkedIn and on your website. You're talking to them specifically after a whole lot of research, analysis, competitive landscape, and your product market fit, your, your all of that. You know, that's called DNA decoding. And yep. then after that, you need to amplify, keep amplifying your brand. It's like a house, like you said, it's a house. After it's built, it's regular maintenance like a car, you need regular real adjustment a realignment, yeah. you know, you to make sure it's fed. The, the brand will grow by being fed with healthy food, with healthy yeah. content, good content on social media and all that, okay. So last is lifestyle. And if you are stressed out and thinking, <laughs> okay, I'll have less stress by going somewhere else. I just want you to know, it's going to be more stressful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a different kind of stress.
0: You, you mean just to make, going somewhere else, you mean going somewhere else as a different company or going out on your own? Both. Like which, both, yeah. Both.
1: Uh, it's a different kind of stress in a different environment, a different organization, but stress is universal and you have to learn how to deal with it and handle yeah. it. It's yeah. a different kind of stress. Okay. But I just want to, know to escape from stress is not the reason for you to make major career change or start on your
0: own okay can i I make an observation about that yes because i think you're right i think one of the things to balance is a lot of times we reach some kind of a limit and there's a whole reason how that gets to that point in an organization Um, and as we said sometimes there's good reasons to leave but the reality is any company or any culture has something. There's always going to be stress. There's always going to be factors that we have to deal with. So I think to your point is whether we switch, whether we stay, we switch to another company or we go out on our own, we have to find ways to manage that stress and also understand what is it that, where do we have control over pieces and what can we do proactively to manage that? Because it's never like we're going to end up in in an environment with no stress. And honestly, We don't actually want that because when when there's no stress or too little kind of like motivation in the environment, we can become really complacent or bored or a lot of things. So it's kind of this optimal piece and understanding what's right for us.
1: Right. Uh, No matter where you want to be, stay Mm -hmm. in the same companies, climbing the ladder, switching companies, or strike out on your own. Two fundamentals from a brand builder's point of view is yeah. trust and competence. Yeah, You need to m- convince those, your target audience, whoever yeah. they are, that you are trustworthy. And that's not just by words, it's by action, okay? Mm-hmm. And by your values, by mm-hmm. how you align your values with the new environment or yep. the old environment. And you show competencies, like I can handle the job. I yep. I'm, I can do this, that those are the evergreens, you know, the bottom line. Yep. And for brand building is to convey the two. Yes. What about uh, any evergreen nuggets from from you, Rachel?
0: Yeah, I would say, so we're talking about whether or not to stay, whether or not to go in in an organization. And I think it still comes back to relationship, connection and value. And as a leader, and as the person, you know, maybe kind of working with the leader, again, the relationship between the two, this is a relationship. How are you nurturing the relationship? Much like you're saying, nurturing the brand. How are you uh, building that trust? Very important. The connection, how are, how are, as a leader, how are you helping people build real connections and connecting to the higher purpose of the organization? As an individual, how am I reaching out and connecting and feeling like I'm a part of something? Mm -hmm. And then the value as a leader, how am I making sure people are recognized for their value? How do I even know as an individual what the value is I want to bring? And how do the leader and individual work together to really bring out the best value for the organization and for the individual? So relationship, connection, value.
1: Okay, good. And that will nurture trust and competence. Absolutely. There is no end to keep improving those two elements.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Elevating yeah, the so Ongoing investment.
1: Right, could you give uh, a couple of uh, take home take-home nuggets for the audience today?
0: Absolutely. So I think just recapping, when you're a leader and you're looking at this idea of the great resignation, and this isn't gonna stop or whatever we're calling it, the great, or the reorganization after, or however this happens, it still comes down to some fundamental human factors. One, As a leader, we have to invest. We have to invest in retaining top talent and building teams. And that requires a continual investment. Think of it like a financial portfolio. If you really want the returns, you have to make the investments. You cannot expect to get that return. And we don't in financial portfolios, but somehow we expect that with people that we don't have to invest and we still get the results. Invest. Second, simple and difficult. A lot of the things we talked about today to help keep people um, you know, engaged, valued, all of that, they're not complex or complicated, but they're difficult sometimes to do, especially in this complex world. So don't confuse simple and easy. Simple can be quite difficult, but so important to do. And then the third thing I would say is as leaders, model growth. So very easy, like I said, focusing on the growth of the business or even your team, but as leaders, we have to model growth. We have to invest in ourselves because that is showing others how important it is to grow and that we not only expect, but we believe in the value of that growth and we believe in the value of their growth. So that's, that would be my, those would be my takeaways. Invest simple and difficult and model growth.
1: Okay, good. On That note, model growth means you become the example, the role model.
0: Absolutely. Uh, How
1: you grow yourself and having the ripple effect of influencing others. So, my three takeaways number one is know thyself. (laughs) Number number two is build your own brand. And three is grow your brand. It can be your company brand, it can be your individual brand, it can be professional brand. Okay. So, know thyself is the hardest thing to do is know your true strength, your weakness, your passion, okay, your limitations. Uh, Without knowing thyself, you cannot build a team. You cannot inspire others. You cannot be uh, a valuable uh, contributor to your company, or to your own growth and career. So the best surgeon cannot operate on himself. It takes humility to invite others with trained minds to be your thought partner to be your coach. Uh, and especially when you are embarking on a significant career change.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it takes mm-hmm.
1: humility to engage others, help, and build your company and career as a servant leader. So build your own brand. I already talked a lot about that. And then grow your brand, business or personal, just like a house, okay, it needs maintenance. Okay, uh, you need to keep maintaining it. Your brand needs to be fed with good content. Your regularly, you know, on social media and your website, your profile needs to be updated and, uh, and adjusted and your brand strategies need to be tweaked, you know, periodically, irregularly. Mm-hmm. So uh, before we uh, end, uh, some questions came in from the audience. The first one is, if someone is currently fantasizing about quitting their job, <laughs> what is a good exercise to help them decide, uh, as I said in the beginning, you need to do a self-assessment, and if you need help, make you know we are here to help you. Uh, you need to do a thorough research about the best options to align your unique value proposition, your passion, your talent, your heart and soul, to the best fitting opportunities. Be it working in another company or starting out on your own. Mm-hmm. And the second question is, how do I know if I uh, if now is a good time to look? Well. I read an article about the great resignation leads to the great reshuffle. Mm. So right now, actually, is a golden opportunity for people to think, uh, what is my best fit? What is my next level of growth? Because there are many opportunities opening, and companies are uh, eager to fill up the vacancy. Mm -hmm. And so if you want to seek out better opportunities a more fitting culture, Uh, this is a a great time. And if you want to start on your own, people are so used to the independence of working remotely from the pandemic. So this is a great opportunity if you want to start on your own, okay? So first and foremost, what do you want? Yep. Okay. Now, a third question, what should I ask myself before I quit? You want to...
0: Answer that, Rachel. Oh, sure. Um, well, I think first, first my question would be, what's driving this? Uh, you know, there's a lot of times where things happen or we get frustrated or whatever in life. And the question is, am I actually going towards something I want or am I running away from something I don't want? Going towards something we want is always a positive. We're, we're reaching out. We're growing. We're, we're really trying to strive for whatever that vision is. Avoiding something we don't want, I'm not saying stay in, in a bad environment or stay in a toxic relationship, but let's get clear. If, if, if I don't know what it is I want to go to, my tendency is just to jump, to jump. And a lot of times when we do that, we end up jumping from, you know, kind of the devil we you know to the devil we don't kind of deal. And, and so it's not, it's, it's a reaction or a knee jerk kind of thing. And we end up a lot of times back in the same situations. So what I would say is really what is it that's driving me to quit and if it's that I'm trying to if, if I'm just trying to get away from something I don't want maybe get some clarity like what you were saying was how do I get clarity on what I do want and try to jump towards that be purposeful be intentional about where I want to go just not trying to get away from what I don't want
1: right okay uh, next question why should I consider staying
0: Oh, well, again, we were talking about how there's, you know, there's good and bad about every place that we're going to go. And I think one of the things sometimes is, uh, and again, frustration and stress play a factor into this, but being able to step back and uh, I just, I think I just posted an article recently and you helped me post it um, around, you know, maybe doing a staying interview, like what would I, what would I want if I were coming in new, what would I want this job to look like? Or what would need to change for me to to want to stay? And take an active role in that. Rather than just saying I'm done, I quit kind of taking and and constructing, what would I want this to look like with a fresh start? And then how, where can I, how can I build that? How can I influence it? Um, And maybe it's not, you know, there's places we can't, but there are places we can. And how do we take ownership of that and really say, okay, if this were the case, this could be a great place to work.
1: Right. And make sure the decision is not based on fear, it's not driven by fear. Uh, but what just let the bells and whistles, you know, really alarm you when you are making any decision based on fear, because that's not going to be a good decision. That's not growth-oriented.
0: And I will say on that, just as a note, because emotions people get a little confused sometimes with emotions. Fear is a good flag, it's a red flag. Something's wrong. And so it's data. And so it's important for us to say, okay, what's going on that I feel this way? And then try to engage that more cognitive part of our brain um, that says, how do, I, how do I understand this? Because otherwise the, the reaction is just to jump, right? Based on fear. And it's like, okay, but what is the fear telling me? How do I take in that information? And then how do I make the right decision on how to respond?
1: Right. So last question, what should I do to refresh my brand or resume? Wow, well, of course. <laughs> 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 Again, first and foremost what do i want ask mm. yourself what do i want okay and don't be an opportunist just because there are opportunities opening up doesn't mean it's the right thing for you okay mm. you got to be truthful to yourself you got to know what are your strengths and weaknesses what are your value problems what are your passions, what are your values what are your purposes what's the what's the the vision for your life for the future what is it that you want to leave on this planet earth when you exit yeah live your life from that vision okay and then you you put the duck in in line it's like what are my chops okay what what are my skill sets what are my education what are my value adds and then you figure out who is where how yeah, is my best fit is my I, opportunity. Yes. Can
0: I make a clarifying note on that? Because I think what's important that you, and I want to pull out the meaning of, of, of how it's a word is often used from what the, the value of what you're you're saying. Because a lot of times people think of an opportunist meaning taking advantage of an opportunity. And yes, but I think what you're saying is you want to take advantage of opportunities that are right for you, not just any advantage, not just anything that happens to come your way. It's about really understanding who you are and then looking for those opportunities that are a good fit for you at your core, at your DNA.
1: Right, and then you can have happiness, fulfillment, satisfaction from your work, whatever that work is. Because at the end of the day, when you are fulfilled, then the company, is benefiting the most. Oh, absolutely. Right. Whether it's your company or other's company. Okay. Yep. And the company needs to do the same. Yeah. Keep reassessing your value, your vision, your goal, your strategies, your brand. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we can keep talking about
0: oh, absolutely. Almost yeah. an hour.
1: Yes. So <laughs> uh, if anybody have questions, want to follow up, uh, feel free to reach out to us either yep. with uh LinkedIn messaging or Facebook messaging or yeah. visit our respective websites. Uh, my website is 10 plus brand, com. Um, you can send me a message there.
0: Yeah.
1: And you are you want to tell yeah, sure.
0: Know. Absolutely. And you can see mine in the background too, but catamentum. It's C-A-T-A-M-E-N-T-U-M Cadamentum, and it stands for Catalyze Momentum and then unleash potential. So it's catamentum.com.
1: Love that name. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much, Rachel. I really enjoy this conversation. Me too. Yes. We'll continue another time.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much. It was an honor to join you today.
1: You are so welcome and have a wonderful weekend.
0: You too. Okay. Bye everybody.
1: Bye.